Hey, friends and family at Cultivate. It's Jay here again with another podcast episode. Um, chatting with myself again today. Um, uh, we're going to have some more guests coming up soon uh, to interview and see what God's doing in the midst of their life. But um, just wanted to put out some uh, individual episodes uh, from what God is kind of showing me in the midst of this as I've been talking with many of you. And so I hope some of these have been helpful uh, to process what it looks like to participate with God in uh, your everyday life as you uh, walk with him, maybe at home, in these new rhythms with people that are full of fear and and, um, don't know what's going to happen next. So one of the things that uh, has um, I've been responding to that I've heard a few times from different people is what to do when people bring up the question of evil uh, as you interact with neighbors, with coworkers, uh, with family members, maybe as you experience that in your own heart. Um, and because the, the question is now coming up as the uh, number of cases rises, as the uh, number of people who succumb to the effects of the coronavirus uh, increase in our state, in New Jersey, and around the country, um, we start to ask these questions of like, why would God allow this to happen? Or what is God doing? Or does he care? Or, I mean, all all these questions begin to arise. And maybe you've had some of these same conversations with people where you're not sure what to say um, and, and how to really respond to those questions. One unhelpful way that I've been discovering is um, is to try to rehabilitate people's I- false ideas of what God is like when they start to bring up these questions. So for instance, when somebody says, how could God allow something like this to happen? Is this punishment for our nation, um, I don't know, in its abortion policies? Or is this punishment for our, um, our racial history, um, our history of racism as a nation, or is this punishment to the world because we, we haven't, you know, we, we've offended God. Um, and often our impulse when we get questions like that is to respond by coming to God's defense saying, Oh no, 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 no. Oh, well, I, I, you know, that's not what he's like, or that's, um, you know, Maybe it is or maybe it isn't. We're not quite sure how to come to God's defense. And what I would say is don't come to the defense of people's false ideas of who God is. But alternatively, proclaim Jesus as a different God. So when those questions of, you know, why would God allow something like this? Maybe ask the question to them, well, tell me what you think God is like. Do you think that God is a God of retribution who um, gets really offended when people don't honor him and and looks for payback in his jealousy? Um, Ask them questions about what their idea of what God like and what's informing that idea. And then proclaim a different God. See, we have to get comfortable with the idea that we live in a pluralistic society. And what I mean by that is um, it used to be, you know, in the, in the ancient world, 
that gods had different names. There was the god Zeus, the god Diane, god, the god Artemis, all these different gods, a pantheon of different gods, and they all had different attributes, and people worshipped at a named god's temple. They would go to a god, and the Christian community came in the midst of that pluralistic society and proclaimed Jesus as an alternative deity to those Roman Greco gods. Here's what our God is like, and here's how we know it by the life, death, resurrection of Jesus, the sending of the Spirit to us to make us a new community. And I think we need to get reacquainted with this idea that Jesus is an alternative to the gods of this world. So don't come to the defense of people's false ideas of what God is like but proclaim Jesus as a new God. And so you might say, I I don't know why God would allow something like this. I don't know if he's been active in allowing this coronavirus to happen, but here's what I do know. The God that I know and love and serve, his name is Jesus. He, because of his love, enters into suffering. He makes himself one of the sufferers to know what it feels like to suffer from the inside of our pain. And he does so so that he can take that pain to the cross and defeat it once and for all. Even death can be defeated once and for all. And he rose from the dead in victory over everything that causes us pain. And now he both knows what it's like to walk through this experience and can lead us to hope and joy even in the midst of it. In fact, I think he's doing that in me. Let me tell you about a couple ways he's done that just this week. And oh, by the way, maybe he's wanting to do that to you. And so I'm extending an invitation for you to experience that same kind of joy. Friends, we have to understand that Jesus is... A particular Jesus is the image, the particular unique image of what God looks like, and particularly our God. Don't come to the defense of people's false gods, but proclaim Jesus as a new way. Uh, I hope that the Holy Spirit gives you ability and opportunity to do that this week, especially this week as we move towards Easter. And... Um, May he empower you with his presence and his love. Be well. Thanks.